Thriving in divorce and beyond means not having to worry about the safety of your children when it comes to co-parenting. With alcohol abuse on the rise, many co-parents are turning to the system committed to providing proof, protection, and peace of mind. Soberlink's alcohol monitoring system is the most convenient, reliable, and reasonable way for a parent to provide evidence that they are not drinking during parenting time. Soberlink's real-time alerts, facial recognition, and tamper detection ensure the integrity of each test so you can be confident your kids are with a sober parent. With Soberlink, judges rest assured that your child is safe, attorneys get court-admissible evidence of sobriety, and both parents have empowerment and peace of mind. Pull back the curtain on the mysteries of parenting time and trust the experts in remote alcohol monitoring technology to keep you informed and your kids safe and secure. To download the resource I created with Soberlink, Divorce and Addiction, A Guide to Move Forward, visit www.soberlink.com backslash Susan. So I wanted to let those of you who are colleagues or who are out there working to build a business know that I recently launched a new podcast. It's called the Make Money Mediating Podcast. And although it says make money mediating, it's really intended to help you build the successful business of your dreams, whatever it is that you are in business to do. In this new podcast, I share not only my own personal tips from growing and building several new businesses over the years, but also I bring on some of the top experts in all related fields who are going to share their wisdom to help you build that dream business and to achieve success however you define it. Be sure to tune in and listen and let me know what you think. You can find the podcast on all your favorite podcast outlets, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Stitcher, and more. Or you can just go to the website at makemoneymediating.podbean.com. Coming up on today's episode of the Divorce and Beyond podcast. It doesn't have to be what people say. So stop beating yourself up for what you think you don't have, because I am pretty damn certain the choice you made or the choices that were made that led you to where you are is because something so much better is coming. Hello, and welcome to the Divorce and Beyond podcast. I'm Susan Guthrie, your host. As a top divorce attorney and family law mediator for 30 years, I know what you need to know to get through your divorce and most importantly, how to move beyond it to thrive and transition to your new future. My experts and I are here to give you the insider view into the process. So listen in for the wisdom and expert information you need on your journey through divorce and beyond. Hello, and welcome to today's podcast. I'm Susan Guthrie, your host, and I'm excited to say, everyone, we have Holly Hughes back with us today. Holly is the intuitive healer and award-winning author and speaker who joined us a few months ago, and she did a wonderful episode, you guys loved it, called Let's Get Radical, and it was about radical self-care. And I was just telling Holly as we were getting ready to tape, one of the things that I received the most feedback about was that you gave people real actionable (laughs) tips that they could, it wasn't just, as you said earlier, 
all woo-woo, like crystals and lighting incense with intuitive that maybe people think of when it comes to a healer. But you, you have very granular advice for what people can do to promote self-love and to help, you know, self-care, self-help. Um, and so I, I reached out to, to Holly because we are airing this the day before Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, right? And Valentine's, when you have a divorce podcast, when you have been immersed in the world of divorce for 30 some odd years, this is a, I'm going to call it a holiday in parentheses, that is really tough every year. This is tough for my listeners, my followers, my, my clients over the years. And I just knew intuitively <laughs> that Holly was going to be the right person to reach out to to do an episode for you all. So first off, as always, Holly, I so appreciate you clearing your schedule to come on. I know you're really busy and I really appreciate that that you're here to help people the day before a day that can be tough. Oh, thank you. You know, I love talking to you. Like I feel we're like fast friends. And what I love about my woo-woo is I'm the one with the gifts, but I'm here to help. So if I can't give you a process or things to do that are manageable, then I'm not actually doing the work that I feel like I'm meant to do. So I'll take care of the woo-woo. I'm woo-woo, but not flaky. And I love being able to tick off boxes personally. So I always make that doable thing for the people who I work with as well. So let's tackle Valentine's Day. First off, I want to talk about why neither of us are wearing red. Like, I want to go there. Let's talk about that. I'm in gray and black and you're in green, I'm in green for those who I'm aren't seeing this. So, and this is like, I was going to wear a, a bright green shirt because green is the color of your heart chakra. So I was going to go that way. And honestly, the day we're recording this, it is cold and rainy in my town and I just cannot get warm enough. So I am in my bulkiest sweater ever. But um, I want other people to think about that. Like your heart center is the color green. So one thing that you can do to change the way you feel about this Hallmark holiday, which most adults, I think, really feel that way. Those really amazing romantic couples who, I don't know, is that one in a hundred who do that? And I'm glad you love it. More power to you. I don't want to take it away. But if you want to change up because you were in the process of divorce and, you know, in this podcast, I'm sure there's listeners thinking about it, just starting out. I don't know what part in the challenging journey of that you might be in, but a really simple thing to do to like shove this holiday back in other people's faces is wear green. I like it. I like it. It's like, it's interesting because on St. Patrick's day, when everyone mm -hmm. wears green in Scotland, the Scottish wear orange because the orange is the, the national color of Scotland for whatever reason, there's not a single orange thing naturally <laughs> in this, in the country of Scotland. But, um, so, so my family being staunch Scots always wear orange on, on St. Patrick's day, but you just said something and I want to mm -hmm. hone in on this for the listeners. You just called Valentine's day, a Hallmark holiday. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't agree more. I think Valentine's day is, is a very artificial reason to sell chocolates and roses. Yeah. Right. 
because that's what I think of. Hearts, chocolates, mm-hmm. and roses, and fancy dinners. That's what we think of with Valentine's Day. As if that's, and it can well be, an expression of love. But as if that's the only valuable expression of love. Yeah, I think I would like your listeners to think about compassion as love. Like, I think, see, my eyes are watering. So, like, that means, like, I hit on some spiritual, like, truth that someone's meant to hear right now is that instead of overt actions, like, right now in the process of divorce, I'm going to guess compassion is something that you are distrusting of and can't surrender into. So, I'm going to offer it to you. And I think that the hallmark part is I'm glad industry makes money more power to you. I'm a ginormous Halloween person. Like I will buy every Halloween thing and not regret it. Right. But for Valentine's day, I don't think love for me is showy. Right. And so for me, when you're doing something over, there is, I, I'm, I have to repay it in some way. I have to respond a specific way. First of all, I don't like roses anymore. They don't smell good. I'm not going to pay quadruple because it's the day of, do I want a little card? Do I want you to write a note and tell me why you love me or what you like about me? I'm totally down for that. I'm actually doing that weekly. Oh my God. This is perfect segue. This the beginning of the year, I put a glass jar on my desk. It is wonky and it wobbles, which is why it never has anything other in it. But it's right now filled with post-it notes. And once a week, I write myself a love note. What it is that I like about myself, admire about myself, or maybe I accomplished something. And so I do it once a week. So at the end of the year, I'm going to have 52 little love notes for myself. And you'll be surprised at the feeling that you get when you're nice to yourself. So there's a little Valentine's gift right Mm -hmm. there. We can wrap that up with a not red, green Green. bow. So go get a jar, everybody out there. Put a little green bow around it. And today, day before Valentine's Mm -hmm. Day, or whatever day you're listening to this episode, sit down with a little scrap of paper and, and, and write your first love note to yourself. I love that idea. And I love the idea... 52 weeks later of pouring them all out and imagining reading them and remembering these moments in time where you were kind to yourself. Because that's another thing Mm -hmm. that I think people experience going through a breakup, going through a divorce, going through any difficult time. We're not particularly kind to ourselves. Um, and, And certainly the world isn't always either. We can be pretty tough on ourselves when we're not a part of a couple, when a relationship doesn't work out. And so that act of writing yourself a little love note, I I love the twist on that. Yeah. And like you and I touched on New Year's Eve a little bit before we started recording and how it's, you know, whatever. But imagine reading those notes on New Year's at the end of the year. If it's not 52 weeks, it's 48, whatever. And that was just changes your mindset. It just shifts your energy. That's that woo-woo part. It just like a a better way to look at yourself because I can look in the mirror and tear myself up and say, this is how I'm aging and this and that, blah, blah, blah. Or I could be like, I'm still rocking it. I still love to dance and I can't, you know, and I love it. It makes me happy. Like any of that. I recently put a poll out like on my Instagram. I was like, how many people celebrate victories? Yeah, 73% of people don't. Yep. 
I had a, I do a, I have a business podcast as well. And I recently wrote a blog and, and did an episode around why you need to celebrate the small wins. Mm. Like every positive thing that happens should be cause for celebration. And even if it's patting yourself on the back, I'm not, I'm not opposed to telling myself I did a good job and making sure I tell the people around me, but that's, you know, we don't celebrate the positives very often, but we do tend to wallow in the negatives. Oh, so easy. So yeah. easy. And I think also depending on where you are in your divorce, if you're in a very raw place and you're feeling the failure or the shame, or you're feeling judged by so many, I want, here's another action item for you to do. Again, safe place, because um, I'm sure you remember last time, I like setting things on fire. But why don't you write down the thing that you feel the worst about and set that on fire? Look, I, I bleep myself there. Set that shit on fire and free yourself of it. Free. Just be free of that. Because in the long run, no, it's it that... It is true that's how you feel, and I'm really sorry that you're grieving. I'm sorry that this relationship wasn't what you wanted or needed, or maybe yay for you for understanding you outgrew it and that you're not going to play small in your own life anymore. Yeah. So instead of beating yourself up for that, celebrate it. I'm done being small. I'm done being last. I'm done being taken for granted. I'm done teaching people to treat me small. Fire, 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 fire. I love that. Me too. Go If you live near a beach, everybody, mm. go down to the beach and set this on fire. Or I will tell you, I, I was working with my own coach the other day. And I'm, I'm struggling with some negative thinking of, about myself. And she had me write it all down and then rip mm -hmm. it into itty bitty, teeny tiny little shit until it was like as small as I could possibly make it. And it's, it, it's, it's interesting because I felt better after I and then did set it. those tiny I, pieces on fire. <laughs> I didn't think of that. They're still in my garbage can over Ooh. here. So, uh, if the, if the fire alarm goes off in my apartment building, everyone, it's all Holly's fault. It's my fault. Sorry. Do it in the sink. Do it in the sink. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I burn a lot of candles yeah. too. I'm a big, I love candles. So, and incense and anything that smells good, but I'm thinking about what you were saying and be, you mentioned something before we started taping and you said, and this is really the core of why I'm against Valentine's day. I guess I would say I'm not a big Valentine's day fan because Valentine's day celebrates couplehood, mm. but you said, but what Valentine's day is really about is it's about love. And that is lost in the commercialism. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I do. I was thinking about a lot um, before we got on the call, like you all can't see this, but like I wanted to make sure that I could share concrete things for you that I've spoken here before. I didn't want to be repetitive. And I have five pages of notes in front of me because <laughs> I am that girl. I like to come prepared. But um, the more I tried to like manage my message, I was like, oh no, it really is 
the fundamental part is that it's supposed to be about love. So instead of just bashing it, right? Cause that it's part of like that negative mindset. What if we just all right now focus on a moment of love? Like right now, while you're listening to me, Yammer, I want you to like breathe into your heart, let your belly stick out a little bit and let the air go down in there and don't suck it back in when you exhale and then be like, where is there love in my life? If you're a parent, what is that love with your child like, right? In all different ages. I know I have a teenager personally right now, so love is tricky, but you know, it's there. It's there. What do you love a color? Do you love a food? Do you love a sensation, a smell, a texture? There art reading. I know some of you might be like, now you're, now you're being corny. I'm not, I'm not because I love dancing and I start dancing and I don't care. I recently went to the national gallery of art and it's art I've seen all over and over in my life, but you know what? Seeing it again, it just filled me with joy because I haven't seen it with the eyes of the woman who I am now. Mm -hmm. So whoever you are now, whatever man you are, whatever woman you are, if you are identify as anything. Who are you now? And what can love feel like for you? You can also focus on what you want. Yeah, I want love to be compassionate. I want love to be long eye contact. I want love to be listening. I want love to be flip me 17 ways and make me scream. Like, you know, you can have all of it, right? Like I'm yeah. right? like, make a list folks, <laughs> more than one thing. We are more than one thing and you can have more than one mood. Um, I know a lot of people who are not so in the best possible way about their pets. So I'm one of them. Right. So <laughs> then you have that unconditional love. Yeah, absolutely. One of my best Valentine's days was I was, I was in a couple I'm, and, but I got together with some of my girlfriends and we got a recipe that none of us had ever made. It was lamb chops with pesto. I still remember the recipe and we just cooked and laughed and drank wine. And then we all went to our perspective, whatever's, and those men were probably happier that night. Like seriously, because we had so much fun. So like, there's just, it doesn't have to be what people say. So stop beating yourself up for what you think you don't have, because I am pretty damn certain the choice you made or the choices that were made that led you to where you are is because something so much better is coming. And we've both seen that. Mm -hmm. I see it in my work with people who are divorcing. You've seen it in, in your work with people helping them heal, you know, Things do happen and better things do come. You know, there's, there is this, this lag time. Um, and I know for many people who are listening are like, oh, you're saying all this. It sounds so easy for you, mm -hmm. you know, but I'm literally in a space and I've been there myself. If it's been, I'm, I've been with my husband for 20 years. It's been a very long time mm -hmm. since I, I went through a breakup, but I still remember breakups in my younger life where you could feel the physical pain Absolutely. of a broken heart. And I know there are people out there right now who are in that space and this, this coming holiday, this day tomorrow, Valentine's Day, 
it seems to exacerbate that for so many people. So what, what do you say to that person who's truly down in that physical and emotional pain? First of all, I don't want to discount it and I don't want them to pretend it doesn't exist. Honestly, I think that's the step that most of us want to skip. Like, um, you know, I had my starter marriage. It was brutal. And in feeling alone or love someone who didn't love me back. Right. So I think the truth of it is I say that you can survive any feeling, but if you don't go through the feeling, it's, it's going to cause more trouble for you down the road. So for me, do you want to wallow today? I'm going to give you three hours, only three though. Three hours of it's not fair. I feel like shit. I'm, I am devastated. I want you to put on that movie, that song, you know, that song that triggers you. We all have it. Have one. <laughs> I have got more than one. And I want to give you time and space to cry. Because I don't know that you've, whoever this is listening, I don't know if you've had it. Are you brave facing in front of family and of friends? Are you being the good parent in front of your children? It's okay to let people know you're sad. And most times, now people are going to say dumb things because people can't help themselves, but they'll be the person who will just probably reach out. And then you know what you're going to feel? Love. And that's what we want today. It's just love. Like some people do tough love. I don't want you to be around them if you're really hurting. If you have the ability to have alone time, we all know I'm a huge proponent of salt baths. I want you to go get that yummy flavored scented Epsom salt with lavender or whatever. But I want you to put 10 times, not I usually say four, but now I want 10, 10 times the amount of salt in that sucker. Go get that good glass of wine. Get the good wine, people, not the cheap stuff. If you're going to yeah. be sad, go from the top of the wine list, go, not the bottom. You deserve be that nice to you. Just give yourself time. If you just need to be alone, carve out and say, put your phone on do not disturb, and then carve out a bit of time. Remember, I'm not giving you more than three hours, though. Not more than three hours. And if you have to revisit, that's fine. But in one day, I don't want you to go down a spiral. And then you might feel relieved at the end of it. And then maybe do something that makes you extra special and not comparison. I don't want to be like, I would have made a steak to tar for the person I love. No, I, if you want, I don't know, let's see, like some delicious, I know you want a good Iro and Siddiqui, like just like do what nourishes you. Again, those senses and, and do something that will make you feel better. The hard part is stay off social media because it's going to be filled with fake AF stuff anyway. Everyone's going to tell you, look how pretty this is. But I bet if you look a year ago at your look how pretty this is moment, you knew then that your marriage was over. Right. Yeah. Social media is not a place to get a good true inside window into what relationships look like. And, and we're reminded of that daily. Um, I was looking at some article just the other day, and it was about a celebrity breakup. 
And it showed posts that they had both just posted like a week earlier talking about how awesome they thought the other think you're the best dad and husband in the world. And and now they're filing for like mutual restraining orders. I, I think that's actually a very good tip for people. There's a few things in there. So one Brave facing, you, you mm. use that phrase. I like that phrase for it because we, I'm fine. How are you? Fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Fine, 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 fine. I'm strong. I can handle this. I have children. I've got to be everything. Give yourself permission for those three hours mm-hmm. to fall apart if you need to. Get childcare, get, you know, yeah. clear the house out, go make that bath, pour the glass of wine, or if you like me, the, Bourbon. you know, the, the matcha tea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, did I slip? Did I let that out? Yeah, give me no, the no. Give me the <laughs> Whatever works for you. But, you know, do wallow. That's the word that came mm-hmm. up for me. You know, wallow in the bath, keep adding hot water mm-hmm. and letting out the cold water. You know, do whatever you need to do. And then pull yourself out of that space and allow yourself to just feel in that moment. I think you probably will feel, as you said, relief. You will. You know, that that you you honored how you are feeling. You let that out. And then in that moment of feeling that relief, of feeling, I always feel after a crying jag, like a sense of calm Mm. or peace. What do you do in that moment of calm or peace? You look in the mirror and you say, I see you and I love you. And it's really hard to do, by the way. This is like one of those things a lot of people are like, just look in the mirror. I don't know. It's hard. It's awkward. So what? I say, so what to that? Like, like, again, I don't want you to be performative. It can, you can say it and be weird. You can say it and be like, why am I doing this? I'm in a towel. You can have all those thoughts and discomfort, but I want you to feel and receive love and you have to have it for yourself before anybody else. Loving from a wounded place will bring a broken relationship. Hello, listeners. I want to share an amazing resource with you. It's called Hello Divorce. Founded by a lawyer and certified family law specialist, Hello Divorce can help you no matter where you are in your divorce process. So whether you're just getting started or if you're near the end but have stalled out and need help to get over the finish line, Hello Divorce can help. They provide full-service divorce support, and they can handle divorces of all kinds, all net worths, and with or without children. It's completely online, convenient, and they offer you support all the way through. Their clients get divorced in one-third the time and at one-tenth the typical cost. So go to hellodivorce.com backslash beyond and receive $100 off the cost of their services. And I want you to know, Erin Levine, who's my friend and the CEO and founder of Hello Divorce, was a guest on episode 197 entitled, Get the FYI on DIY Divorce. So be sure to go check it out. We'll link in the show notes. 
to my colleagues out there who are listening to the podcast, I just wanted to let you know that Mostyn Guthrie Academy, my online mediation and collaborative law academy with Forrest Woody Mostyn, has a full slate of trainings and study groups scheduled for 2023. We have our first advanced mediation training coming up this February. So go to the website at mostinguthrie.com and check out all the different ways that you can study and train with us in the coming year and join the Mostyn Guthrie family. And as a special for Divorce and Beyond listeners, if you put in the code DB50, you'll get $50 off the cost of a training or study group. Stay tuned for more from Holly as she shares the antidote to the Valentine's Day blues and helps you manage the unrealistic expectations of the Hallmark holiday. You look in the mirror and you say... I see you and I love you. It can You can say it and be weird. You can say it and be like, why am I doing this? I'm in a towel. You can have all those thoughts and discomfort, but I want you to feel and receive love and you have to have it for yourself before anybody else. If you are finding this episode helpful, be sure to listen to episode 279 with the world's top happiness coach, Stephanie Lefevre, who gives us some great tips to help you be happy in the new year and your new beyond. The word happiness sometimes is like too much for people. So call it moments of peace. Call it little bubbles of joy, whatever you want to. But what things throughout the day bring you that relief and that peace and that joy? Find those things as much throughout the day as you possibly can. Like, make that your full-time job right now. And now we return to today's show. You know, healing and doing the work on yourself before you jump into that next relationship. And I think that's also, there's a lot of pressure around Valentine's and and just societally, I believe, to recouple up, Mm. right? Like, get back on that horse, right? Yeah. And... There's so much about that 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 I find problematic. And I did it. You know, my listeners have heard this before. But when I got divorced, I started dating right away in that I was even, you know, I was dating pretty quickly. And for about eight months or so, I I was dating. And and then I just stopped. Mm. And I spent almost three years really kind of, I mean, I dated one guy for a bit. But other than, I mean, it really was three years of not dating. And then I met my husband. And by the time I met my husband, I was such a different person from the person who had gotten divorced three years earlier. Thank God, because he wouldn't have liked her. (laughs) And I probably, I've always said this, I would not have recognized his truly fine qualities uh, in the same way that I did and and they resonated with me. So there's also an aspect of this in, you know, that goes so far beyond Valentine's Day that I, I always talk about divorce as an opportunity, mm-hmm. but really it's it's not just divorce. It's this period of transition and change in your life that is truly an opportunity for you to, as you just said, sit down and write the list of what you really are looking for, what a, what a, what a relationship that nurtures you would feel like, and you know, start recognizing 
who you are and what you need because we don't, we can't even look at ourselves in the mirror. Like you just said, I like to start with this. I do this a lot in my, like my workshop is that I was like, give me three words that define you. Like, so on, on this Valentine's day, give three words. Now, most people will go to who they are at work. Yeah. But not who they are, what their core value is, who, and you know, they, they don't do that. And that's okay. Like, I I also like to tell people you are not who you were, especially in divorce. You're not the person you were when you decided to get married, because I'm going to guess some of you listening decided I'm 28 or 30 and I need to be married. Yeah, Saturn, Saturn return <laughs> My, will kick. That was out. marriage number right, one. Right. My, I was getting divorced <laughs> at twenty eight. So, like, so <laughs> the, there's one reason. I have goals. That's another reason. I'm going to tell you. You're probably if you're like worried about being coupled on Valentine's Day, it's because the goals. Because again, all the pressure outside saying, "See, this is what should be." I've never really fit into the should be thing. And I'm telling you, it takes a little bravery to step outside the box, but screw the box. Um, You're not who you were in the marriage, right? And now you're coming out of it. I like to tell people, and I, I I always see the irritation in my clients' faces, but I'm like, men typically get married right away because once they had a wife, why give that shit up? And, but for women... You're going to think you took a massive step away from your partner with the next guy you date. And I am telling you, he is the same person new outside. He's a tiny step away because you're still used to something and you have to unlearn how you did relationship. I want you to unlearn those family patterns that you unconsciously did that you became your mother or your father in your marriage. You have to unlearn how you were communicating because you know what? It didn't serve you because you don't want to stay there. So you, when you do find someone, when people come during divorce or post-divorce and they're dating, they're like, this person's awesome. And I'm like, I'm so glad you're enjoying it. Just be in the moment. They're like, are you telling me they're not forever? And they get really mad at me, right? They're like, I want to know when my forever is and da, 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 da. And that's not how I work anyway. And I'm like, I need you to just be in the moment because that's where you're meant to be. So we can love ourselves moment by moment. I have good days personally and bad days, right? Like we're human and growth, growing pains. It's never easy. It's not part of like why we show up on the planet. I just don't believe it. I will say when it comes to love though, You do not have to sacrifice your self-worth, your voice, or fundamentally who you are to be loved. And if you find yourself compromising who you are as a person, I'm going to ask you to gently walk away because being lonely is better than that. It it is. But here's the catch, and I'm certain that you work on this with people. If it if you have to step away from who you are to compromise to be in the relationship, there's a, a generality there that you understand who you mm. are. And I think that for so many people, and again, I will say women especially, I don't know that we, because we're not raised that way, we're raised to fit into the box of a man's life, right? Like, be his helpmate, be his support. And definitely there's a generational and, Mm -hmm. you know, gender thing with that, but it's still there. Yep. 
Like you said, think of three words that defined you. And the ones that I was coming up with for me, I'm just going to share a couple of them where I'm a kind person, I like to think, and I'm a supportive person. But are those really the definition of me? I, I don't know. But they're a part of my role mm-hmm. in the world. I, I'm kind to people who are going through divorce. I support people who are going through divorce. I support colleagues. I support my husband. I'm kind to my husband and family. I think that there's there's something in Valentine's Day or just this idea of love that maybe circles back to the most important love is that love for yourself and that self-awareness. And so maybe we can shift for those who are li- listening the paradigm of Valentine's Day to be all about you mm-hmm. and all about love of yourself, self-love, instead of that couplehood that we all know is transitory and superficial in many in many ways. Yeah, and and I like I would like to tell everyone like I understand how hard this is. Right? You've been bombarded by the idea of what Valentine's Day is for a really long time. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with wanting to be wined and dined and appreciated. But I think if we think about the self-love part and to be appreciated, to be seen, is it on this one day that you need the most or is it like you need this change all the time? Right. Like I think as a wife and a mother, even for me, like recently planning the holiday trips and like doing all this work and then looking at everybody and being like, uh, do you remember me? Did you remember to be kind to me at all? And that I have to remind you annoys me, but I remind them. <laughs> right. I don't have a that's called self-love. That is called self-love. <laughs> that is self-love. It is like, hey, yeah. I'm tired. And by the way, I'm an introvert. So like after being away and handling everything and having people come visit for the holidays and do holiday parties, I told my family after the trip, I'm going over here like to my favorite little sofa in the house. Don't talk to me for at least a day and a half. I might need to. And they know it. And It doesn't mean I don't love them. It doesn't mean I'm not glad that we did all the things, but it means that my battery is now done and I will not push it. No, recharge. Recharge. Honor yourself. There's so, it's so important to be listening to your inner voice through all of this and recognizing. I was just thinking about what we were, you were saying, I want to be wined and dined. That is. Mm what feels like love to me, but I don't want it just that one day per year. I was thinking about my husband and I went out to dinner last night, date night, and we went out to dinner with my niece, who's 24 years old and her best friend. And we had a ball. We went to a nice restaurant. We took the girls out. We laughed. We had a really good time. And I got back home and I felt loved Mm -hmm. that my husband, you know, took us all out. We had a wonderful time. It wasn't romantic. It wasn't just he and I staring into each other's eyes across a candlelit table. Uh, To me, that was love. To me, that was showing love, Mm -hmm. you know, and having a night like that. And I think those are the things that we can start to, you know, take out of a holiday like Valentine's Day or whatever the day of the week even happens to be. Start recognizing 
what actually feels like love in a relationship for you, what actually works for you. My husband also gets that from me. Like, um, I'm, I'm fried. You're going to have to, I'm, I'm couching it for right now. We, we have the, if I've got the blanket on, it's a good time to just let me be. I like that. I've got like a big cushy blanket. He's like, Oh, you're in silent time. Aren't you? I think the most loving thing anyone could do for me right now is answer what's for dinner until my child is finished with high school. I am so sick of that question. Why is that my question? I don't enjoy cooking. You all know that. I just cook out of necessity. I'm glad you right. like my food, but why is this? You, I've been with clients all day. I, I just got yeah. home. Like, huh? I get texts. Can I, you what? pick something up on the way home? Or you could have done it while you were not with clients. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. So yeah, <laughs> my love is a boundary. Acts of service, folks. Let's we'll do a love languages uh, episode as well because that's me. That's me too. I'm not a cook. Uh, the good thing about moving to Chicago, I miss my sunshine in California, but I am surrounded by a million restaurants that deliver. So cooking dinner has disappeared from my plate. I'm just envious <laughs> of that. I'm like, yeah, no, I uh, I think so. Anyway, it's I'm trying to go back to compassion for yourself. I'm yes. like, I think. I think really loving yourself can be hard when you were in a challenging situation. So I'm not going to tell you to fake it. I just mm-hmm. want you to be honest. And that that could, even if it's just with yourself. Yeah, and that right? is your just, first step of healing, right? Like you got your three hours of wallowing, but then I want you to go do something that you used to love doing as a kid good one. Yeah. And, and people look at me like they like, Holly, that's so stupid. I don't care. I dare you to do it. I double dog dare you. I'm going to go there too. (laughs) Like, so people often know when I'm wearing braids or pigtails that I might have a a personally emotional day or something that was hard for me because pigtails make me laugh because they swing. Like I don't have the longest hair anymore, but like, you know, they, they move while you walk. And I find that fun. You can spin in circles in your living room. And if you have younger kids, they're going to like doing that with you. They are. They are. A lot of people are into those diamond things now. That's like way OCD for me, but like you could do There's just so many simple things. Go get your kid's bike and ride it. I don't know. Like my daughter had when she was a toddler, um, one of those I forget the name of the car, but you just sit on and just roll down a hill. I have yeah. People, there's all these pictures with me and my daughter on it, and I'm in the front. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'll drive. I'll drive. I got this. I got this. <laughs> because, see, we've been talking about it. You and I are smiling. Like, mm-hmm. joy is love. Like, making mm-hmm. your heart happy. It doesn't have to be complicated. It does not have to come from another. So, like, I, I'm these tips... It's okay if they're hard. It's okay if they're easy. And honestly, I do. I dare you to try one of them. I double dog. I double dog. I dare you to make like a heart shaped French toast for dinner for yourself. And and I think there's like some woman who goes around giving speeches and she shows her Pinterest fail like um, bunny pancake and she's like you know what the world thinks it should be and this is what I did and now she sells courses on how to be a public speaker. Go make your ugly pancake. Like doesn't have to be pretty to be awesome. When your kid in like is little, if you have children and they come home with those macaroni necklaces, you do not want that mac. But I bet you still have it. Yeah, and you wore yeah. it, right? And you use the ashtray even though you don't smoke. You put your rings in it, yep. or exactly, yeah, or, or the coffee mug that doesn't actually hold coffee, mm-hmm. but you put pens in it, right? Yeah. So 
Yeah. We definitely, I mean, I love that. Joy is love, right? Surround yourself with some joy. Bring some joy into your life today, even if it's just for a moment. I, I love that. Yeah. I think, and like the last thing I would like to say, anyone who has deep spiritual faith, you know, if you go to, if you have a church or a synagogue or a temple of any kind that you feel peaceful in, that you feel connected to something greater than yourself, I'm going to say go there too. Mm -hmm. And maybe, you know, in your prayer, you're asking for self-compassion and a little bit of light because that is love too. It's nurturing yourself, Mm -hmm. right? I love it. This is so many great tips in this and, you know, really so many, as always, concrete takeaways, those golden nuggets my listeners love. And I don't want to forget, but you are offering my listeners a special discount on working with you. So can you tell them about that? And I'll put, obviously, I always put all this information in the show notes, listeners. Yeah, absolutely. So I want anyone who's curious about intuitive healing or maybe stuck in those places of pain or wanting to move forward and have tried everything doesn't work. And I'm offering everybody $50 off. I do sessions over Zoom and face-to-face. You get the same stuff. Um, If you have questions about it, feel free to contact me, email me on Instagram, just DM. But, and yeah, for anyone who's listening, who wants to try it, I would, I would love to offer you an incentive to feel better. And you, you have a little dose of what Holly can bring (laughs) into your life after listening to this episode and do go back and listen to let's get radical, uh, radical self-care. There were some amazing tips in there as well. Um, and I'll have a link to Holly's book and how to get in touch with her and all the exciting things. I appreciate so much your coming back on to help people specifically with this holiday, but I really, these tips, everyone are for whatever day of the year it happens to be. If you are feeling your feelings, if you need to have some self-compassion, if you are feeling, um, you know, uncoupled and, and sad, this is, this is the episode to help you start moving to the other side and loving, finding joy, which is love. So thank you so much, Holly. you for joining me today on the Divorce and Beyond podcast. I hope you found some information and inspiration to help you on this journey. Please join me every Monday at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for a new episode. And if you like the show, please take the time to subscribe and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. You can also find more information on the website at divorceandbeyondpod.com where you'll find links to the YouTube channel, transcripts of the episodes, and other bonus content. So I'll see you next week to help you move through your divorce and beyond. Thank you.